All right, you guys, welcome to our very first podcast. The name of this podcast is going to be Reps of Discipline. Uh, my name is Jacob Wellock. I'm one of the owners of Double Edge Fitness here with my brother, who is also an owner of Double Edge Fitness. And uh, today we're going to be talking about our mission and vision statement for the company. So, mission statement. What is it? Our mission statement. Um, recently, this last year, we decided to um, redefine our mission to make it something that is more visible, if you will, um, but like something that can be ingrained with our members, our staff, everybody across board, but simplified. So in short, it's to inspire others to bring health and fitness home. Um, we want every member, our coaches, living that, breathing that. Health and fitness does not happen in one hour a day in the gym. We need people taking that home. They need to we want to inspire people to create that a lifestyle. It's the main main goal of that mission. Yeah, a big part of what we talked about at our 2018 retreat is how can we affect more people's lives that are just that are outside of the gym. And one of those things was our mission statement, you know, inspiring you to bring health and wellness home and I think what we mean by that is our standard household or not household, but a standard house has what a family of 4 is pretty common. Right? Typically, it's going down. Millennials are scared to have kids. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, our goal is to, for everyone that comes into the gym, it's not not often that we have an entire family that is working out in the gym. So one of our main goals is to uh, have that one individual that is inside the gym take the health and wellness home, uh, educate their family on what it means to be healthy and how can we make a larger impact in the community by starting with the household is is what that mission is mm-hmm. um and one big thing that uh you've talked about for a long time since before we opened the gym and we're not sure how we're going to do it but it is something that we're very serious about which is our vision you want to expand on that well the visions make a difference so with our vision we want to make reno the healthiest fittest city in the country the measurement of that is by some you know whether it's a newspaper recognition or some sort of um, award, not really sure. I just know like Boulder, Colorado, Washington, D.C. are two places that have been titled healthiest places to live and work. Um, I think Reno and the reno Tile area has just as much to offer, if not more, than those places. We're just plagued with the overshadow of unhealthy behaviors such as gambling, alcohol, 24-hour um, negative lifestyles, yeah. if you will. Prostitution. Yeah. <laughs> That's outside the Reno, Washoe County area, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, Um, but that those shadows overshadow all the great healthy benefits that are in this area. We're in the mountains. It's, we have good air quality. We have tons of outdoor activities. We have tons of fitness facilities in the area. Like health and fitness is pretty big deal in this part of the, we just don't get the recognition. We want to, change that. I mean, I'm planning on living here the rest of my life, raising my family here. I want my kids to grow up in a town that health and fitness in our schools and our community matters, our employers, it matters to them. It matters that their employees are healthy and fit. Um, regardless of all the financial benefits that brings into so many areas, um, the quality of life when you're healthy and fit, your quality of life is so much better. And when everybody in a community has a better quality of life, the community's better. So it's, it's one of those areas that you can directly see positive change. 
no matter what, if you show up to the gym and put an hour of exercise in every single day, you're going to be better tomorrow. You're going to be fitter tomorrow. Um, yes, we can get into the science of overtraining and all these other things about how it can be a negative, but in general, if you work out every single day for one hour, you are going to be a healthier and fitter person. So if we can inspire more and more people in Reno to do that and to take their, um, health home with them, everybody's going to live a little healthier tomorrow than they did today. And that's, that's a win. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, it's all about taking that first step, right? Uh, most people are scared to go into the gym and put in that one hour effort, especially so us being a CrossFit gym, you YouTube CrossFit, um, a lot of the games athletes and stuff come up and can be kind of intimidating. So, uh, like what Derek was saying, coming into the gym one hour a day, getting in your fitness is going to have such large impacts on your life in the greatest sense. Um, but if someone is terrified to come into the gym to commit to, let's say that one hour a day, what, what is the right process for someone to take that first step to come into, uh, let's say our gym or any gym for that matter? I mean, you can even take it back even further. What's literally the first step? Some people getting off the couch and just going for a walk. That might be the first step for them. I mean, if you live a, if your work and your lifestyle is pretty stagnant as far as movement, taking a a walk every evening around the block, that could be the first step, you know, first, first step can be going on a hike on the weekends, getting involved in some activities. I mean, it doesn't always necessarily have to be the gym. Um, the benefits of coming to a gym are overwhelmingly positive. (laughs) Um, any gym like ours, ours in particular, I mean, we thrive on community. That's why people come here. You make friends, you make relationships, you're getting coached. Everything you do is instructed. You're guided. The programming is science-based. Like you don't have to think about showing up at the gym and what am I going to do today? Or what do I need to just show up? And when you come here, you get stimulated, excited, um, ready to work out, um, Stuff, it's very difficult to do on your own. I mean, two gym owners right here on the podcast, both of us have garage gyms that we don't use. I mean, we come to the gym to train with people, to work out with people, to be in that environment. Um, I think that's, I mean, that's a huge part of what we do is community. I feel like anyone who's involved in the CrossFit community will look at it as it is community. I mean, even right now I'm looking at a mug that our our original slogan was fitness founded on community but as we've talked before we've already been founded we're established in the community so we're built by all the individuals that come into the gym um and one of the coolest things about that community aspect let's say if you are working out on your own you have to be 100 percent accountable for yourself which you should be anyway disciplined in that matter but you have people in your class, you have friends, new friends that you make in the gym that hold you accountable. Be like, hey, you coming in the gym or what did you get in that, that uh, or what was your time in that workout? How much did you lift? Like you always have people there to support you, which makes it, in my opinion, really easy to come to the gym consistently every day. Well, you can think about human nature, like human nature, the, our, we want relationships. There's not too many that like truly avoid having relationships and having relationships and is very healthy. It's part of being healthy. Um, and that's just fostered in the gym, gym environment. Now me having a couple kids the last few years, the opening of the gyms and everything, if I didn't have my relationships with, you know, other coaches and our whole staff here, 
honestly, even owning gyms, my fitness routine was going to the wayside bad. I mean, if I didn't have, I mean, Leo, for instance, is somebody I trained with for the first two years of Claire's life. And he held me accountable to working out two to three days a week. Like those relationships matter, um, regardless of what you do as a job. So building relationships in the gym, coming to the gym with a partner, um, having those are the huge in getting over the, uh, hurdles of not working out. Yeah. Super influ- uh, influential in your fitness. I had a member the other day tell me about, you know, the most, most important things in life are your relationships with people. I mean, if you, if you break that down to its most simplest form, if we didn't have anyone else around us our entire life when we were alone, we would feel pretty empty. Like our, and I know you believe this too, you know, uh, a huge purpose of ours is to serve others. Mm-hmm. And through serving others is building relationships with as many people as you can and yeah. trying to make a difference in as many people's lives as possible. I mean, yeah, in service to others, I realize like we're not going to have truly like, how do you want to word it? Like super close friendships with thousands of people. Mm-hmm. I believe I want to say it's around, you can have a hundred existing relationships at any one time in your yeah. life. Even then it's very hard. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really hard, but that doesn't mean you can't, positively affect somebody else who's positively affecting somebody else me and you may not know the same amount of people but through your relationship with that person my relationship with you we're creating these positive effects and i think that's very visible in the gym community us two we don't know every member in in the gym that 550 people but our coaches know every member yeah. And that goes to show our relationship with our coaches, our coaches with our members, our members with their friends, like we're affecting a community. Um, us to sit here and think that we could affect every single person, the community directly through us is um, egotistical, naive. Exactly. I think you nailed that on the head. That's what I was going to say. Um, well, I think one of the big things um, that people are interested in is uh how we came to be um so for example uh back when i was in high school a big part of what i uh what really helped everything in my physical endeavors such as racing motocross and baseball and all my sports and derek with wrestling and everything else is that we were so we loved to train um and we took that passion and made it into something more um so derek's uh when what were you doing before you decided to make the switch over to fitness in college? What were what was your major plan? I was gonna get fat. <laughs> yes. I mean, it sounds funny, but the lifestyle I was going down was one of yeah. very negative health yeah. um well, negative health impacts. What were you studying before? So you're asking is when I graduated high school, what was my big dreams? Yeah. Firefighter, Navy SEAL, police officers, none of those. Um, it was to be a dentist. Yeah. When I started college, that was the focus was to go to dental school. Um, organic chemistry ran me over like a freight train and genetics. These are two classes that I'm very sciencey in nature and these two classes um, destroyed me and my self-confidence. I retook them a couple times, got my grades up into them. Um, 
And I just didn't have the passion there for it. I honestly hated college. I was working in the construction wholesale industry at the time. And I don't know, I was just getting burnt out on it. Um, so one semester I decided to take some flexible classes, if you will. I took accounting, um, which actually interested me a lot. And then I also took um, exercise physiology. And that class sucked me in. Um, I truly loved every aspect of exercise physiology. So then with that, I went into kinesiology. That class sucked me in. So after that, I decided it's time to switch my major from biology and dental school route. And then I switched to health ecology, which was the closest thing to any um, kinesiology thing at UNR. And fell in love with college. actually started going more than full-time, 18 credit semester, like driven to get done, get graduated. And that's where I knew I wanted to get involved in something in health and fitness at that point, whether it was uh, physical therapy, um, personal training really wasn't on the radar at that time. And the goal was to get done with college and see what happened. This also was going on during 2008, which I believe a lot of people remember. Uh, big downturn in the economy. Uh, we're worried about losing my job, all of our benefits with that that support my family. I was married, at, still married to the same person. Some people find out to believe that I'm 34 years old, 10 years of marriage. Um, but we got married young. We had a house. We and my wife was going to PA school in Vegas. We had a lot of things going on. So it was just a very turbulent time. Didn't know what I was going to do. Um, you want me to go into all this? <laughs> It's kind of a long story on how uh, yeah. I got to health and fitness. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess we can uh, trim the fat a little bit on that. So, if you know anything about me, I absolutely hated school with passion, particularly math. Uh, before I graduated high school, um, I was actually thinking about becoming a PA, which is what my uh, wife does. Yep, which is what <laughs> Cassie does. And uh, one of my teachers in high school thought that I should do that, and I was like, oh, "All right, you know, that might be kind of cool." I'm really interested in that side of things, but I hate math. And as soon as I found out the amount of math classes I had to take to do that, instantly stopped it. Derek um, went into health and fitness world, and I knew I wanted to be involved in what he was doing so we could be a team and and uh, tackling life together, essentially. And uh, as soon as I found out he wanted to do that, my entire focus switched, and uh, that's what I wanted to do. So when I graduated high school, I worked in a retail shop in the mall, uh, for a little under a year. And then Derek was working at a personal training studio at the time. And I had the opportunity to go over there and start training some clients work there for a while. And, um, we ended up transitioning out of that location into another gym. How long did we work that second gym for a couple of years? I'm going to say it's about two years. Yeah. About two years. And we had the amazing opportunity to open up our own location, uh, midtown, um, double edge midtown um if you guys have been there and uh and then what a year and a half later we decided to open up south gym yes yeah so it's uh i guess in that long backtrack there it's to our mission and vision it's crazy to think about how derek wanted to become a dentist i was well, thinking about becoming a pa the interesting thing is during that time too i went back to school to start getting my mba yes like <laughs> We still weren't 100% settled on this path just because of the way Reno was changing and making this a career not just for us but for other coaches. We didn't really see it possible. Um, 
Yeah, and when I was going to school for my MBA is when the opportunity for us to open up Midtown presented itself, and that's when we decided to go all in on this dream and stop trying other things and thinking about other things. Yeah. Around that time, I was taking a bunch of prereq classes, learning geology 101 and all these other you know core humanities and stuff like that. And So I ended up taking some time off, and then the gym ended up coming around, and then I went in full bore and now we have these two amazing facilities and locations and this amazing staff um and we're accomplishing some pretty awesome things to where we can sit there and write down as a mission statement and truly believe that we can accomplish it is you know inspiring you to bring health and wellness home which is the most base foundation to help accomplish the vision which is to make reno the healthiest city in the country like we said, we're not 100% sure on how we're going to do that, but if getting the community, um, you know, even a tenth of the Reno community to get behind something like this is absolutely huge. It's huge. Um, I mean, you'd, it's like any big goal, right? You have just throw out the goal of winning the CrossFit Games. Yeah. You can't just throw out the goal, take no action. The first thing is take the first step, go do a workout. Yeah. You know? And if you listen to the story of Matt Frazier, when he walked into a gym, as purely loose in body fat. Now he's potentially going to be four-time fittest person the last four years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, any big goal, no matter how crazy it sounds, no, you can't just focus on that. You have to focus on the small steps to get there. But you have to have a little vision. And uh, our little visions to make a positive impact on Reno and get this place recognized as a health and fitness mecca of the world versus just other things that it's recognized for yeah well and to go back again a little bit we talked about boulder always holds this title of the fittest city in the country right yeah i'm not sure if it's always but the few times i've seen it recognized in various newspaper this that it's it's one of the ones that and even if you look at boulder like i guess geographically i mean and you compare the you know reno tahoe area to that area i mean there's a ton of similarities like, why can't we accomplish this thing? Whereas, you know, Boulder is always at the top of this list from what we see. I mean, I would argue Boulder is a healthy and fit town. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing is, is we have so much centered around casino lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge revenue generator for the state. I understand it'll probably be always a part of our state culture, um, but that doesn't I don't want it to take away from all the other good stuff we have in this area anymore. And if we can make any sort of positive, shed some positive light on that, um, it's a win for us, especially we're going to be raising our families here and everybody around us who are raising our families here. We want that to be the the focus of why we love Reno, why we love the Reno Tahoe area. Yeah. And I think in the last, you know, like 10 years or so, even from when I was a kid to now, I feel like some of that, that, uh, or that uh, mindset as far as, you know, gambling stuff has shifted some. It's mm-hmm. not quite as large as it used to be. Um, maybe just because maybe that's because people aren't gambling as much anymore or maybe there is more of a healthy sense coming into Reno that is kind of, I guess, quote-unquote, taking away from that gambling sense. No, there's a lot of good things coming to Reno. We have a lot of businesses moving here. Um, there's a whole midtown redevelopment, fourth street redevelopment. There's a lot of positive things going on here that are very small business oriented that are not just encapsulating around casino industry. Um, although that's a big part of Nevada and Reno economy, 
we can't neglect the other things to continue to grow and stimulate the economy. And I think that uh, Reno's made a lot of positive moves the last five years since we opened Midtown. There's been a lot of positive moves as far as industry and business and stuff coming to Reno that is not centered on the gambling industry. So it's exciting. It's exciting to be a part of it. It was exciting to be a part of the change of Midtown, um, the reinvestment in that area and um, the growth. And it's exciting to be in South Reno, being a part of that. Um, It's just exciting. Yeah, for sure. Um, absolutely. I think very exciting. There's definitely challenges that are along the way and I think we're going to face more challenges, but you know, without challenges in life, it's kind of doesn't make things worth it. And I think, uh, like the name that we actually came up with this morning for this podcast, you know, reps of discipline on, um, why we decided to come up with that name is, you know, it's through discipline that, um, allows you to accomplish all these things that you really want to, uh, make a difference in life. Right. I mean, every, we wouldn't be where we're at now without discipline. And, uh, we were even talking about this morning about how we even ourselves have big holes in our discipline. Like you can always be better at being disciplined at your craft or with your family or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, no right? matter how good you are, there's always room for improvement because we're not perfect. We're human beings. Yeah. And every, the more reps we can put in that are disciplined the better off we're going to be because mm-hmm. life is just a bunch of reps. That's what we do every single day. And even in the gym as a coach, we even talk about to our members, um, you know, quality reps. Like I joke around with my classes sometimes, you know, mom always said five good reps are always better than 20 bad reps. You know, everything we do in the gym needs to be a quality repetition. And every day of life essentially is repetitions of things that you do either your through your routine or, whatever it is, you're doing repetition after repetition after repetition. And it's through discipline that you're going to increase the quality of those repetitions, which is going to have more of a profound effect on your life, which in turn should have a larger effect around those around you, yeah. which is what we're trying to accomplish on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Well, that's the beauty of the gym. The gym is a launch pad if you will for anything you do in life you create discipline here it's easy to take that into the next step it's a way to create habits and human beings are creatures of habits so it's like the more positive habits we can take on and implement and through discipline we keep them going we keep them going and the gym is one of those things that can have a positive effect on so many things in your life because it creates discipline yeah absolutely now how many people do we have coming to the gym and tell us that that one hour of the day is their highlight it's the best part of their day. It's the best part of their day. Well, the goal is everybody. Yeah. I know some people really hate burpees, you know? Me included. Yeah. So it's like that day probably wasn't the best part of their day maybe, but, you know, the good thing is no matter how much they hated it, the next day they're going to be healthier. So regardless of whether you hated that workout, loved it, you're still going to be healthier the next day. Yeah. And you feel good. I mean, I, I know I've been caught in the trap and everyone has – you know, you go through, let's say an injury or, you know, some things are happening in your life that are not the most conducive to your health and fitness. Like you go, you go sometime without working out. And then when you go to work out you're like, wow, like this is, I feel so much better. Like even oh, yeah. mental clarity that like, probably, I feel like I'm shedding fat cells. I just feel healthier. You know, it's just, <laughs> well, it's an endorphin kick, right? So yeah. it's a drug. It's a natural yeah. drug that takes place when you exercise. Um, that gives you that, that little high, that little feel good. Um, but it's interesting that you bring that up. Cause I 
feel like that very thing might have something to do with where you, Jacob, got the name Double Edge. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so the net, we actually had a lot of people bring up on where did the name Double Edge Fitness come from. Um, so background on me and Derek real quick. We're very faith-based, uh, we're raised in Christian households. Um, that's a very not households. We're, we're raised in one household. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yes. We were raised in one household. Seven years between <laughs> us, but you know, same parents. Yeah. One household. Same house. So, uh, when we had the opportunity to open up the gym, um, there were, I think like off the top of my head, 15, maybe 20 different names that I came up with. And every time I input it into like Google, there was some gym somewhere in the world that had that name and it was so hard to try and find something. And I knew <clears throat> the Bible is often referred to as a double-edged sword. And I was like, oh, that actually, that sounds cool. And uh, the Bible is often referred to it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look this up. And I researched it for like three days, couldn't find anything called double-edged. And I thought it was a, uh, a fantastic name and very fitting for what we do, right? Because, you know, the definition of double-edged sword is, you know, it can go... It can swing both ways. Um, it can be good. It can be bad. And I guess in fitness, if you're not in the gym, not exercising, you're going to get fat and unhealthy. And if you are in the gym exercising or just exercising in general, might not even necessarily be in a CrossFit gym per se. You are, you're losing fat. You're getting healthy. I mean, it's part of that double-edged sword. Like how are you going to, how are you going to take your life for the better? Yeah. Um, so our life, I mean, I guess in the, in a metaphorical sense is a double-edged sword. We have the, the choice to go, you know, good or bad every day. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, Jacobs, we submitted so many names trying to figure out the name. Um, it'd be funny to find that document that all the, the original names that we were thinking of. Yeah. Uh, I can think of a couple off the top of my head. One of them was prime essence. CrossFit was an Arate, which is like a Greek word for. Yeah, I don't even remember. I can't even remember that. Yeah, we didn't go with that one. We actually ran with uh, Arate CrossFit for a while, and then some gym, and I don't know Georgia or something. I have no idea where had it, was. it. Yeah, it was taken. It was taken, but we had it for a while because we couldn't find. We it even had logo design for a minute. Yep, even had logo design, and then uh, we came up with Midtown Health and Fitness. Obviously, with not the idea of opening up a second location which is actually a blessing. We didn't use that name, but at the same time, there was a location in... Well, yeah, we don't need to go into that. Oh, yeah. So Midtown Health and Fitness didn't... Somebody beat us to the name by weeks. Yeah. Which is, um, at first, because we had so many things printed, we had a bunch of money spent on various things regarding the name before we opened, but somebody beat us to it by a couple weeks... Lawyers got involved, and because we weren't 100% vested into it, we decided to not go with that name. Avoid it. Yep, so double-edged, here we are. And a year and a half into that name, we were grateful we didn't stick with Midtown Health and Fitness because um, that wouldn't work well in South Reno. Yeah, Midtown South. It won't work well anywhere else either. Yeah, Yeah. so that's uh, in the most literal sense where double-edged came from. Uh, like I said, the Bible's often referred to as a double-edged sword, and uh, I thought the name sounded cool, and weeks through research and brainstorming, because I'm kind of that uh, the creative guy in the group to come up with the names of things, so um, 
that's essentially where the name came from. And uh, it's just funny to think about all these things, um, like what I wrote down here on this piece of paper, what we were originally going to talk about is just the mission and vision about all of these things came into effect prior to coming up with this mission and vision and how, you know, we're going to make, we are, and we're going to continue to make that change in the, in the Reno community so we can accomplish these things. Cause I mean, there's not a lot that uh, we put up on the board that we don't accomplish. There are things that we put up on the board that after some time ago, ha, ah, it doesn't really align with what we're doing or we need to adapt and change and innovate and, you know, work towards, um, newer and I guess better goals but this is uh, something that we hold very dear to our hearts and um, we truly believe that we're going to accomplish this and we're going to accomplish this through the community and you guys it's you know the 550 members that are inside the gym that have a resounding effect on you know this mission and vision it's not it's not the Derek and I show it is you know everyone involved in this in this whole adventure of ours yeah i mean that's the scary and exciting thing like it's it's outgrown me and you i mean that happened when we moved outside of your garage on lafond i mean when we opened midtown it grew really quick and the excitement and the that being scary at the same time but we learned that it's not about me and jacob anymore it's not this is about our staff it's about our members it's about the community it's about so many more things than just jacob and i opening a gym now which is the biggest driving factor of us waking up every day and coming here like we are vested in this for everybody else now not not for us yeah yeah absolutely so accomplishing big things want to accomplish even bigger things uh, very, slow down bud let's do one thing yeah, at a one time, thing at a time. Thing. yeah I gotta get rain back every once in a while cause I like to think think real big Derek yeah. likes to put I try to, to put a to-do list to Jacob's big thinking and sometimes it doesn't pencil right away <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the beauty of having the amazing team that we have is because uh, you know we have we cover so much of that spectrum of being creative effective and uh, just and just having awesome individuals as part of the team um, yeah, I guess, uh, I mean, I think that pretty much covers a lot of what we were going to talk about today. Don't you think? Yeah, no, I mean, I know we went off on, um, not tangents per se, but we filled in a lot of gaps there and, uh, I'm sure questions will come about this from people. Yes. Submit your questions. I'm not really a hundred percent sure on how or where you're going to do that yet. Yeah. You can just email if, us. Yeah. If you want to submit questions or things for us to talk about, you guys, you can uh, send me an email at Jacob at double edge fitness or hit me up on Instagram or the gym Instagram. Just we'll, we'll get to those uh, questions and topics. And, um, that's a great way for us to put content out to you guys. Uh, this is our very first podcast. So I hope we did pretty well on our very first episode of reps of discipline. Uh, looking forward to doing uh, a lot more of these, um, you know, to keep you, I guess to offer more content for you guys. Um, just to give everybody, a, I mean, going back to, sorry, real quick, but just the growth of the gym, it's hard it's impossible for us to have a personal relationship with everybody in here now. And we want people to know why we started this. Yeah. You know, there's, I believe there's a reason why we still have 50% of the members that we originally opened the gym with. Yeah. Um, it's pretty astounding because we've, the personal relationships and everything that exists in that. And we want everybody to know a little bit more about who we are and why we're, why we're in this. Um, that's, 
those are the reasons why. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's a great channel of communication to you guys. Um, but I guess to end this episode, uh, I'm going to repeat our mission and vision one more time just because it is such a big deal. So mission statement, inspiring you to bring health and wellness home. That's our goal to educate you guys. So if you haven't yet, try and do that. And then our vision, make Reno the healthiest city in the country. And uh, I guess uh, we'll end our first episode of Reps of Discipline here at Double Edge Fitness. And we'll see you guys in the next podcast. Right on.